At 25 years old, my dick was doing my bills for me. Like it was. All right, so yeah. it was a prehensile. My dick was my account. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. My, my, yeah, 25, my cock was a prehensile. It was yes. a prehensile. Yes. Yeah. I nicknamed him Nightcrawler. That's uh, true. There you go, X Men. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> This is Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. The Literate Apecast is a production of literateape.com. And the apes would like to advise you that inappropriate language and themes may follow. If you are easily triggered, best to go listen to a public radio podcast. day all the way. Uh, the reason that I'm so obsessed with the bidet is because I used to take showers every time I took a shit. And if I had to shit at work and I couldn't take a shower, I would bring a bottle or a cup of water with me. To splash your ass. To splash my ass and dab it clean. I became obsessed with a clean asshole. Like... Almost in a... You're like the fucking guy in a beautiful mind, except not with math, just with buttholes. Let me tell you why I worry about a clean asshole and why it's so important. Years ago, long before I met Katie, I was still living in Las Vegas. I had dated a girl. I'm going to leave her name out of it. Normally, I will just give the name. Yeah, we say this this, normally, but I'm going to do this because... All of a sudden, a gentlemanly discretion is just... It's just... Pouring over me like you know bleach on an asshole. Because I firmly believe that she might be listening to this stuff. All right, uh, she's a cool chick. I dated her. You know who you are. He's talking you know about who you. You are, Julie. <laughs> so I'm not I, editing that out. So Julie and I dated. I'm going to use her first. I'm not going to use her last name. All right, yeah. there you go. Until, uh, until you do side two. Yeah. Yeah. Until it just slips out. It just slips out. Yeah. Sort of like her tongue slipped into my ass. So Julie Whoa. and I. Julie and I dated uh, my junior year in college for a little bit. We never screwed. We ne- you know, we, we just we hooked up a couple times and made out, and um, and then it it just kind of stopped, and I don't remember why exactly. Oh no, fuck that! I do remember why, because like the second night that she stayed over my house, she left a toothbrush. Fuck you, lady. We ain't at the leaving the toothbrush at my place place yet. So no. So I, I killed it. It was right. like the third. I'm, I'm gonna interact. It's yeah. like the third date I had with a woman that was dating. I really liked her, but it was her third date, and it was her birthday. And I took her to a place for her birthday. And then I and she had a bag. You know, like you, know, you bring a bag when you're on an out. Like an overnight I, bag. Yeah. An overnight bag. No, no. It was oh, just, just like, like a purse. Just like a purse. Like, you know? Okay. And I said, because I'm just it's her birthday, so yeah. I got her. You know, I think I I don't even know what I got. Her. I got some sort of a trinket, but it was like dinner. You know, we're on a date. It's you like got her a cock ring. Okay. And I said, I did not get a cock ring. Um, what she I said already was, had one. Well, what I said was, I said, so it's your, you know, I, I don't know, it's like her, it was like her 42nd birthday. I don't know what it was, but yeah. it's like your 42nd birthday. What do you want for your birthday? And she reaches into her purse and pulls out a fucking like folio book and opens it up and it's pictures of babies. Oh, you, t- you told me. And it's yeah. like, and I'm, I'm like, this is the, we've known each other for maybe a month. Yeah. And it's like babies 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 and she says this is what I want for my birthday and I'm like well and that's how you got your kidnapping rap well I know I do yeah I just went okay I said I said so we can be clear you want me to give you this present <laughs> babies are said, presents and yeah. she said maybe and I went 
Can we date for like six months first? Can we get past the appetizers tonight? Could we have yeah. sex first? Which was one of the ah, rare, right. which was okay. very rare than me to go all the way to a third date with a fucking. It was. It was just like, wow. I want you to have my baby. I want your baby child. Jesus. I was like, yeah, okay. And we dated for a little while longer, but the baby thing never went away. So we broke up because I was like, you know what? I don't really know you well enough to have a baby with you. And you know, on a side you're note, cool and you're awesome, but yeah, you're not that cool and awesome. On a side note, to your side note, I was talking to a buddy of mine today, <laughs> and we were talking about you, you. Like you came up, and he said, well, because we were talking about kids and my kid. And, He's like, well, Don, Don's got kids, right? And I went, oh, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. He said, what? Why? He's, isn't he like 50-something? And first of all, fuck you. Like, what? Just because you're older, you have to have kids. Tony Randall had a child when he was 77 years old. I can have a child anytime I want. But you don't want to. That's right. So, anyway, back to my clean ass. Yes. Uh, it is a clean ass. And I will say this. I don't like wiping my ass. Because it's gross and I don't know what I'm getting at. I don't. I love wiping my kid's ass because I know exactly where I'm going. So I can you don't see, bidet I know, Harry's asshole? No, man. I got wet wipes and I am. I'm in there and I, that ass is fucking. You could eat dinner out of my kid's asshole. Yeah, but not as if you bidet. You should come over for dinner out of my kid's asshole. I will eat a cheeseburger right out of there. Yeah. It'll have to be one of those little sliders. It's well, it's gonna be a slider. Asshole. He's yeah, a tiny yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, I'll get arrested. You understand that? Dude, I'm not gonna rat you out. Somebody's gonna find out. This is my daddy. My daddy's an attorney. Yeah, there's okay. There you go. Daddy will take care he of us. He has a boat. That's yours. He but has, really, he has several boats. Yeah, okay, he has, he has several yeah. boats. Okay, so he's gonna help out. I am one. I don't think he likes me. My dad doesn't like anybody. Okay, because I got the impression so okay. that he liked Dana, but he didn't like me. Well, I will say that my dad likes girls. Well, not yeah. like a pervert. That sounded really pervy. No, no, my dad. My dad likes women more than he likes men because he's. He's, not He's kind of a women. weird, flirty guy. Okay, yeah, I so, get that. So, and women, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, when we went for your award, there right. was definitely, like, she and your dad were kind of, like, yeah. sparring My in a very funny way. Good that and way, And your dad yeah. didn't give, it was like I was not there. No. And that's okay. I didn't. It's not like I, it's not like it bothered me. But, but here's like, how I know that my dad does like you. No. Oh. Because he'll, he'll ask. And he remembers your name. Oh well, then. All so right. that is fair enough. Yeah. Then I feel I feel completely uh, validated now. Uh, why are we talking about my dad? What the? F you were talking about. Oh God! Talking about my kid's asshole. See, this is the problem. Slider out of my kid's asshole. This is the problem with we drink when we record. Is that I start slurring and I can hear it when I edit it, and we just. There's no rhyme or reason. In the I mean, conversation Darwin right. right now is banging on his grave, going, yeah. "I need to find out what the deal is with the connection between Himmel talking about cleaning his kid's asshole, yeah, feeding people out of it, and then talking about his own father." There's a thing there happening. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what just happened. All right, fuck it. Let's talk about my clean asshole. All so, right, your clean asshole. The, back to the original story. So, Julie and I dated, and then we didn't, and I hadn't seen her for some time, uh, a couple years. Julie, who? Uh, her last name's not important. Okay. She's, she's a pillar of the community, and I don't want to fuck that up for her. Which community? It's a community. It's like in it Chicago? It might be a gated community somewhere. Is it, is it in Chicago? No, it might be out west. I mean, I was in Las Vegas, so oh, it could, so this is it could Vegas well community. be west of the Mississippi. Sure. So it's like, it's just like, when you say community, is it like a storytelling community or a theater community? Or no, I mean, it's... Like it's, an actual community, it's a, like Vinsonville or something? It, yeah. All those. Like, so she's like, what, the, the mayor... She's a member of associations, perhaps. 
here's the thing. If you okay. want to know who she is, just Google Julie ate David Himmel's ass. You'll find her. <laughs> all right. If you know how SEO works at all. I do. Yeah, yeah. That's in there somewhere. <laughs> all right. Yeah. It's, it's in the meta description. It's in the meta the meta tags <laughs> with the eating ate. But the thing, the problem, the problem is you got to go Julie ate Himmel's ass. Because if you type just eight Himmel's ass, there's like no You're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to get like overwhelmed. There's so many yeah. women's names. Too many. Including Hero. And I didn't know if Hero was a dude or a woman. Right. So it could be either way. And it, and it was. Okay. It was all, either way. That's all I want to know. So, so fast forward five years. Uh, one of my good buddies, Neil, who um, I, I, he was a counselor with me at, at the summer camp. He's from England. Okay. He and his buddy, Cy, who I'd known because they'd visited a couple times. They were in town in Las Vegas for a week or so, and they were staying with me. I had just bought my second car, a Volkswagen Golf, my second Golf, uh, the second of three Volkswagen Golfs. hatchbacks that I've owned. Well, this, the one I have now is a GTI, technically. Okay, well, okay. all right. All right, buddy. It's a, it's a high-performance pussy vehicle. Um, yeah, which you don't need anymore. Different, just stop. All right, so, <laughs> so Neil, uh, and I and Cy and my buddy Chris, uh, who I lived with when I was dating Julie, we were we were out boozing in Las Vegas. We ended up at our favorite bar, which is now closed, called Roadrunner. Okay. And I pass out. They had these huge, you know, wingback chairs, these huge leather wingback chairs. And I get in the chair, and it's, we've been drinking all day and all night. And it's like one in the morning, maybe. And I get in the wingback chair, and I just fucking crash. Because part of my problem is that. When the inertia stops, I crap out. I've got oh, to keep going. Me. I'm, I'm either going, yeah. I'm either 150 miles an hour down the highway, or I'm asleep. Exactly. Drives Dana yes. a little crazy, but she also appreciates the fact that if we go to a party and I'm not finding things completely engaging, that I will You're literally just, yeah. I will just fall asleep right there and yeah, miss all the noise. Oh, yeah. you'll even just fall. You won't even I just leave fall, to fall asleep. No, I don't sure. leave. Okay. I fucking fall asleep in the chair. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, her husband is the old man in the fucking corner while she's having fun because she's the party beast. Yeah. And so there you go. Yeah. I used to fall asleep at bars. Just like, on, like fucking fold my arms and go to sleep. Like yeah. we were playing Heads Up 7. Oh, yeah. Right? I'd fall asleep in bowling alleys with a foster can on my belly. That's amazing. There's a picture of it that somewhere. Is I want that picture. Just, like, That's in my bowling next alley with my On my with belly. A, with a fucking foster can as big as a goddamn, I mean, it's huge. And it's sitting in my hand on my stomach, and I'm just snoozing. And you can see people bowling yeah. on either Life side. Life goes of me. on, it's man. Yeah. yeah. So I pass out. I'm fucking dead to the world. Um, and then Chris wakes me up. Hey, Himmel. Himmel, wake up. Himmel, wake up. Look who I found. And I drunkenly open up my eyes, and I look up. It's Julie. And I said, Julie mm -hmm. fucking last Blank name. name. Bleederwort. Bleederwort. Julie fucking Bleederwort. And I'm just grinning ear to ear because I'm shit fucked out of my mind. I'm still half asleep. And I haven't seen her in a while. And I like Julie. But that damn toothbrush did not belong in my house that early in the day. Okay, right? yeah. Red flag. She leaps onto my lap, throws her arm around me, and says, David Himmel, why didn't we ever fuck? She takes us back to my house, and we... Go at it. Like just bat it. shit, drunken. Yeah, it's two years apes. Of it's two apes fucking and flinging shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and she's blowing me. I'm thinking. Well, this you is. You say you, you. I just want to point out. Yeah. And I don't want to derail you completely. 
But you say blowing me the way people that have cancer or they have cancer in their family say cancer. It's like it's fourth stage. Well, he's got cancer. Yeah. She's blowing me. It's like, it's like she she's getting your dick in. She's she's gobbling your cock. Yeah. And okay. she is. All right. And say it like you're proud of it. And we're having fun. <laughs> we're having fun. We're having consensual fun. And Why do you say consensual? Is it don't I have to? Well, I don't think you have to say it. I think we, well, I'd, I'd like to hope, given that she picked you up at a bowling, was it a bowling alley? No, where was there it? There was mini bowling there. Oh, okay, yeah, there you go. But it was a bar. I, sure. I had okay. bowling alley in my head. It's a bar. But the fact is, she picked you up at a bar and said, let's go, and she wants to fuck you. Yes, very clear. It's pretty clear it was consensual. So yeah. you don't really don't have to have the uh, modifier. I don't trust today. Okay, fair enough. All right. So, so she's blowing me. You're she's, flinging shit. There's blowing. It's all consensual. And she and then she moves down south, and she's sucking my balls, and this is great. And then she moves a little south east, and I'm thinking, well, that's a that's a new feeling. This is co- she's eating my ass. She's tonguing my brown. All right. <laughs> tonguing my brown. Oh my God! The only thing I always thought, think that's funnier than that is uh, Jeff Hooper used to say, he used to say, "Don't it make my brown eye red?" Yeah. And I always thought that was funny. But so, uh, tonguing my brown is pretty good. So she's tongue jacking my shit box, and I. <laughs> and as good as it felt, ah, all I can think about is, oh God, have I wiped properly? Have I bidet? I didn't have a bidet that. Point. Okay, so there was. No I wasn't bidet even. This is before the whole showering after yeah, I pooped. Okay, like I was right. just. I was a normal person. I would mm-hmm. shit. I'd wipe my ass. I'd be done with it. How clean is my ass? Have I farted? Are there particles? Is she eating poop? What the fuck? And I'm really, really concerned. It totally ruins your. It ruins your. Yeah, it ruins your Jones. But it, it didn't because it was still kind of yeah, hot. Yeah, you didn't care because, because ultimately, you're ultimately a sociopath and you don't really care if she's eating. Well, shit but this was her as choice. As long as it feels good. She went yeah, down there without yeah, any yeah. previous. Research. Yeah, you don't care. Right? You think you care, but you don't care. So, this all happens. Then we bang, and it's fine. It was like we went at it for hours, and the next morning, you know, she leaves that night. And the next morning, hours, you know, for real hours. When we were, I was, I had such fucking whiskey dick, I could have slammed my dick in a door. All right, and felt nothing. It was yeah. Because I, I, I debate hours, but okay. Uh, let's just say at least You're an that hour drug, and 15 really, minutes. All right, so an hour is and different change. than an hour. hour and change. But an hours is different. Dear listener, it was ours. You know, I, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not convinced. Whatever. And this is not about my own adequacy. Because at was this like point, at 52, I'm lucky if I, I can get my six minutes. Prime, That's dude. That's that at 52, I'm lucky if I can get six minutes out of my cock. But I'm saying, 25. I was at the even peak. in my best. Even in my best. Anytime I went, yeah, we fucked for hours. No, actually, we fucked for probably 30 minutes and then rolled around for an hour or so but it was never hours and if I was drunk I'm full of shit at 25 years old my dick was doing my bills for me like it was alright so it was a prehensile tail my dick was my account yeah yeah okay alright yeah 25 my cock was a prehensile tail it was a prehensile tail yeah I nicknamed him Nightcrawler that's Uh, true there you go X-Men (laughs) 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 so (laughs) maybe two weeks later we you know we re I was we reconnected after this. We had each other's phone numbers, and I don't remember who called who, but we decided to meet up again, and went to a bar. And there was these this weird like uh, cordial feel to it. You know, we're just chatting. So what have you been up to? Because we didn't talk. We didn't catch up from the five years we hadn't seen each other that first time. Uh-huh. 
you know, it's like, hey, what are you not to? Oh, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Oh, cool, you know, just the bullshit, like, first date, catch up with an old yeah, friend. Yeah, 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 catch up with an old friend. And she stops it after, like, three beers and she says, what are we doing? Let's go fuck. And I, I, it was consensual. Okay, there's the caveat. Now, but it was she said a week it, or so two. It's totally consensual. You might not have consented, but she did. I had not stopped thinking about the cleanliness of my ass. The purity of my asshole. So perhaps your mania about your asshole started with this moment. There's no perhaps. Oh, it did. This is the moment. Yeah, this, okay. This right. is the moment. All right. So we go back to my house again, and I'm wondering the whole time, well, she's blowing me. Uh, Kids. Yes. <laughs> is she going to eat my ass? Is she going to eat my ass? I hope she eats my ass because my ass is clean. You're ready for it now. You because I shoved, a, I shoved a bar of Irish Spring up there. Yeah, you're ready to go. Before this I shit left the bar. tastes like lie. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's bleached this joy. Is, this is clean. Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you, you, you pull your pants down, spread your cheeks, and it's like a fucking sunshine ray coming right? out of there. Yeah, okay. And do you remember the old Irish Spring commercials? I do. Three more shower to your shower and like the soap yeah. and spray. It was, my asshole was like that. You spread my cheeks and like rain, clean rainwater. Yeah, Beautiful, it was like a rainbow. Rainwater. A rainbow yeah. just kind of appeared out of your asshole. And then at the end, there was a little asshole pot of gold. Right. Okay. Which had nothing in it because my asshole was fucking spotless. That's what we're talking about. There were no nuggets. So, <laughs> so she's eating my ass. And it was great, and then we fucked for another couple hours, because again, I was 25, and my dick was my accountant and all that. Uh, and then that was it. We never hooked up again. And so I wondered. Yes. Was it my clean ass that turned her off? Uh, Katie and I were making dinner one night, and she had, I'm lactose intolerant. I have to take a lactate pill if I'm gonna eat any kind of cheese, because it bloats me out for weeks. It was like Dana. Dana. Dana's lactose intolerant, yeah. but she, she there's no lactate. It's like I'm eating soft serve ice cream, or I'm having a milkshake, and I'm just gonna pay I'm for gonna it. Suffer later. for she, it, yeah. You know, because just and, get the lactate it, pills. No, this is the thing, and this is what I love about Dana. Dana understands the consequences of her actions. She has accepted that I'm going to really enjoy this milkshake, and I'm really gonna pay for it later. And she's justified those that there's a balance. She is. That's an Mr. unnecessary balance. No, there is balance. There's she's Mr. Miyagi in my world. Well, she could just be somebody who enjoys. A I'm still shit. trying to figure out how carrying the garbage out and doing the dishes is going to make me a better karate guy. But she's, I'm sure she has a plan. She definitely has a plan. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but she definitely has a plan. Yeah. All wives have a plan. Is that true? I think so. I think all women in any relationship. Because I've had two wives and they had no fucking plan. I've got I mean, third. there's always the exception to the rule, yeah. So I just managed to get, out of two out of three, I got two exceptions to the rule. Yeah, you shouldn't gamble. Yeah, no shit, man. I'm never taking you to Vegas and saying, all right, Donnie, like, let's go, like what are we William doing? I'm like William H. Macy in that movie. I'm the cooler. You're the cooler. I'm yeah. the cooler, yeah. yeah. And Maria Bello's going to grab your nuts and say, God, I love these, or whatever Whatever she is. does, It's yeah, an yeah. amazing, yeah. just, yeah. like, it's jarring good, scene. It's like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, all right. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. Um... Yeah, but so Katie was going to feed me some cheese, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 I can't, I can't. She's like, take it, take it. And I said, no, I'll tell you anything, just please, no more cheese. And then we both laughed. And I said, I would fucking, if, if the terrorists or the enemy, whoever it is, ever got wind of my lactose intolerance, that would be my undoing. So that way you could never be a spy because as soon as they introduce because I can't actual milk. dairy. Yeah. 
You're fucked. Yeah, they could pull my fingernails out. That is like the I'm worst. I'm good with pain. That's like the worst spy movie ever made. It's a really short spy movie. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like they try waterboarding. That doesn't work. Bring it up. And then one of the one of the thugs, one of the you know the Russian thugs, just yeah. comes in with a glass of milk, and you start weeping and control being give it all up. Yeah, like yeah, they they roll in the the electric shock yeah. stuff and, and like all, all the dentist tools and the power. He just got like a peanut butter milkshake. Yeah, yeah, he just got a milkshake that he got from Sonic, and he's just like, like my eyes go all big and I start to sweat and they go please uh, give him milkshake and then, no 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 what do you want to know I, uh, yeah I would up. crumble yeah I would crumble like a cookie in milk yeah Dumb, but for real now, I'm serious okay cause, yeah, cause I mean I, otherwise I think I'd be fine like I, yeah. I can handle pain you can handle pain so how do and you I'm react also, when you get like how do you because I one of the things I know is is uh, and I told you this is that this a couple years ago I had to in fact this, this was Right before my uh, second date with Dana, okay, and I had uh, I, I had some uh, gum issues, right, and I was going to this dentist, and they decided that they had to do this procedure with my gums, where basically they take a razor blade in between each tooth Jesus. and sort of separate the gum a little bit. Yeah, it's like they're supposed to generate healthy tissue or something like this, huh? and. Uh, you know, it's not like I was walking around with like British teeth or anything. Right. It's just like you know, but but you know they did this. So <laughs> she go, I go in and I sit down and they're, this is what they're doing. And they're taking this funky little razor blade thing and like inserting it in between my tooth and the gum. They're basically ripping my fucking mouth apart. Yeah. And uh, they don't give you. I don't recall that. She, I don't the think Novocaine. she gave me any kind of Novocaine. And she's just going through it and just rip it. Just and at one point, she says, do you need a break? I said, no. Yeah. And she looked at me. She said, you have a very high tolerance for pain. And it was, she was, that was my was, best. Was she a Russian? She was, she was Latino. That's oh, the best. That's the best Latina. That's God, that was pretty far off. No, I'm, well, I'm not good at you the get accent. A, like a that's, see, that's what my, there. that's how I could never be a spy is that I'd try to do an accent. Like you can't be a different person. I can't yeah. be a different person. They go, oh yeah, you're the guy that, uh, you're Don Hall. I can only be a spy once. Yeah. And then I'm broken. You're you like know, out in the street and you're like, I'm changing my look with a different I'm hat. I'm going to grow a beard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and glasses. Right. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. doesn't work. The world of Clark Kent doesn't actually exist in real life. But uh, she said, you know, she would reckon she'd be, you have such a high tolerance for pain. So I have a tendency to believe that if I were being tortured and it was important, I would probably... I'd probably last longer than I think. Yeah. On the flip side, it's uh -huh. like you with the lactose intolerance, if I get a cold or the flu, I am the biggest fucking pussy in life. I, my back hurts. Yeah. What a whiny bitch I am. I'm, uh, I want to talk. I know. Uh, I got a cold. I'm, uh, I'm the biggest whiny bitch. Yeah. And so there's a part of me that thinks that all they'd have to do is threaten me with influenza, uh -huh. and I'm and I'm kind of giving it up because that's I don't I'm gonna no. See, I'm. We will make you lift this box. It's very heavy, and your back hurts right now. No, anything. Yeah. Here are the secrets. With with sickness, because that's that's a thing, right? That men can't handle sickness, and women are stronger because they've been through you know childhood. Women are strong, and they are. That's not a, that's are. not They're that's not like that stuff. That you we are. say that you say that as if there's like sarcasm there. No, no, women, no that's women that's are capable yeah. of handling far much more pain than men. That's yeah. just I mean that's just science. When I get sick, I don't. And Katie might have a totally different story or point of view on this. I don't think that I'm that whiny. 
Because my dad would, I remember being a kid and hearing him moan, and we're like, my brothers and I would make fun of him. Um, what I do when I get sick is I'm like, all right, I feel like shit, I've got the flu, don't fucking talk to me, I feel bad, just let me sleep this shit out. I just like, leave me alone, let me get this shit over with. So let's get down to business and boom, done. Yeah, so I, I think, and I assume that if, if you and I were to ever get caught and have to go through or, uh, torture from some yeah. enemy, we probably had training in torture so like we've well, got we like another so. level of if we have information if we have the information that somebody would torture us for yeah. i would like to hope that along with that very sensitive and important information <laughs> right. that we also had training on how to deal with it and maybe a cyanide capsule in the back tooth right it's not like you're gonna walk me out here tonight you know and lock the door behind me as i leave and like so you know, the enemy is going to come thumbs. and grab us and like are you tell us things like tell us these things i don't know i'm not to do this. yeah what is the what are your passcodes for literate eight? Yeah. God, wouldn't that be wouldn't that be great? It would be awesome. If literate like, eight what's happening? Enough. All right, we're really yeah, we're huge in Syria. Yeah, yeah. Huge in they, Syria. They want to take us down. Yeah. They want to get the We're saying the through. wrong things. The right things. You know we were hacked. Really? We were hacked like yesterday, yesterday like first like like seven or like four o'clock in the morning. That's exciting. Yeah, and it was basically, I didn't even save any of it, but it was basically some woman that was, and I don't know if it was a woman, but it was it was this thing where this person commented, or this bot mm -hmm. commented on like 70 of our pieces for ranging forever, I mean like yeah. throughout. And it was the same message over and over about I can't. Is it I, a nice I, message? I love your stuff. No, no. no it was oh. like, Hi, my name is Anna something something, and I did this, and I had this bad relationship with this guy, and then I discovered this thing, this, you know, and, yeah. and then there was an email address at the end. Does she want to be a contributor and tell her story? No, it's the same. It was a bot. I'm telling you, we were hacked. So huh. I went in, and I deleted all of them, and uh, I don't really, you know, and I contacted Squarespace, and we got we got hacked. So I mean, literally. They don't we have to need change to all our passcodes and stuff. What do we have to do? No, they didn't. No, no. I just contacted Squarespace and said, well, you know, I deleted and spammed it, and so yeah. now that is spam. But I all didn't. Right. That's the first time it's ever happened. That's fun. So I hope we're not. Maybe they're get coming tortured. for us. Yeah, I'm saying. I hope we don't get tortured by the Russian spies Shit. because they've been. That's what they do. They hack. They're going to give you the flu and they're going to give me a bowl of cereal. That's exactly right. All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first thing this week is, it's a read. Uh, it is, honestly, I don't know if, if you, not living in Las Vegas, if you can't go out and buy it, but maybe it's online. I'm not 100% sure, but do a little bit of research. Yeah, you know, make, to it, find make some thing. fucking effort, you lazy sons of bitches. It's, I mean, that's the whole point of the six things here. Is do, do something. Because your life is meaningless, and all you've been doing is listening to us talk. You have We're nothing giving you us. shit to do that yeah. will make your life better. So... Check out this comic book. It's called Where We Live. Uh, this is a comic book anthology that was done um, by Las Vegas artists and writers. Uh, all the proceeds go to the families or those who were affected by the shooting in October. Um, I've got a lot of friends, uh, artists and writers, um, that contributed to the, to the comic book. Um, a lot of really good talent there. So what's it called again? Uh, it's called uh, Where We Live. Okay. Uh, and it's uh, so the money goes to a good cause and there's again there's really good talent in there All right, so I'll check it out mine is a read um, it, this is a book that it, it really kind of uh, very cleanly espouses my belief that as bad as we think Trump is and all the shit going on 
that it's not that fucking bad. That historically, this is not that big a deal. This is kind of business as usual. It's, at and the very least, so, it's up there with where we've been before. Yeah, and the 60s, book is... The 1860s, yeah. whatever. Yeah, the book is called The Soul of America, The Battle for Our Better Angels by John Meacham. I like John Meacham. Yeah. He's a former editor of uh, Time Magazine. Yes, he is. The Pulitzer Prize winning. Um, he basically uh, helps us understand the present moment in American politics by looking back at critical times in our history when hope overcame division and fear. Okay. So this is a very hopeful book, but it, it, it does two things. It says, we're going to get past this, and here's how we're going to do it, because this is how we got over it in, in many times past. And not just one time, but many times. Right. We've, we have we've been, been here, here before. many times before, and that's what I really like the book. Yeah. The Soul of America, The Battle for Our Better Angels. Okay, cool. Uh, so my next thing is to listen. Uh, the band Bad Bad Hats. Just to... Just a cool, fun, fun band. That's it. Just something Just, to do. Yeah, yeah, mine is a listen as well. Um, and it's also kind of light. Um, it's a podcast called The Truth. So if you like to watch Twilight Zone, you like to watch Black Mirror. This is an audio version of that thing. It's called The Truth. It's eerie. It's funny. It's a fictional anthology series. So it's not like, hey, we're going to do one long mm -hmm. sort of audio story. It's a different story every time. It's sort of like listening. It's like listening to The Black Mirror, The Twilight Zone. Okay. And uh, they're very, very creative with... Their Foley work is better than I think I've heard in a lot of podcasts because the, the creator uses both live audio of actual places. Uh -huh. Sometimes they actually go and they take the actors and record in live rooms. That's cool. Okay. And then sometimes they use Foley effects. It's it's uh, it's very creative and it's fun as shit. Nice. All right. Um, so my last thing then is it's a read. Um, read the, the book Generation X. Yes. Douglas Copeland. Yes. I read it years. I mean, it came out in 1991 ago, yeah. maybe. And this was the book that coined the phrase mm -hmm. Generation X. Uh, I've not read it in a long time. I was just bumming around my house. It's up on our bookshelf, and I thought, I have not read that. That's a good fucking book. Read Generation X by Douglas Copeland. I'm going to change mine up uh, because I had something else, but uh, what I'm going to suggest is uh, this is a book by William Strauss and Neil Howe. Um, it came out forever ago. I mean, this like came out, this just came out a long, long fucking time ago, probably. Probably not before you were born, but it's called Generations. Okay. The History of America's Future, 1584 to 2069. Um, 1584? Yeah. Talk about each generation. They give it sort of like, like, like they're, they're the guys that started the concept of here's the millennials, here's Generation X, Breaking it out here's the beat generation, it and here's the silent it, right? generation, here's the greatest generation. And, and it's really, what's fascinating about it is it's like astrology for generations, really, is it's like this is your role. And that if you, you cannot look, deviate, this defines you. Well, you, you can deviate, yeah, but right. it's, it's sort of historical looking at this is this generation does things, and then the following generation inspires the next generation. Mm -hmm. They don't do anything, but they inspire the next generation. It's really fascinating to see okay. how generations and all the pissing and moaning about the millennials, it it does place it in a context that they're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Because Generation X is basically the beat generation. We don't do anything. We inspire them to do other things. Right. That's our job. Well, and I, I've written, this I, I wrote a piece on the ape about the millennial generation yeah. and how they're doing, they are the future. And there's been a lot of stories that have come out about how the baby boomers have fucked shit up, which I firmly believe that the baby boomers are the Well, the baby the boomers were a doer generation. 
They're, and they're and they were in, problem and they were today. influenced by the beat generation. The beat generation yeah. was not a doing generation. They were a philosophizing, and here's what you need to think, and here's what you need to look at. We're the mentors for the doers. Baby right. boomers were the 60s. They changed the world in their own way, and then fucked it they up. They read the Ginsburg and the Kerouac. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kerouac yeah. and, and Ginsburg were busy writing about shit. Writing about yeah. shit, and Generation X is basically the beat generation. Which is you and I writing about shit, not doing a to, goddamn thing. Yeah, yeah. to the yeah. millennials who actually do things, and then they get to be fucked up. And then ultimately, what I love, and this is what gives me hope as a Generation X, is that if you look at history, all the shit the millennials are going to fuck up in the next 40 years will be blamed on them, but it's our fault. But we don't have to take the heat because right. all we did was write about it. Yeah. That's good. All right. That's it. That's podcast. Thanks for listening. This has been the Literate Apecast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on literateape.com slash podcasts. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can catch them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. 